Greetings, my brothers. You are now listening to Sean Blazington's podcast. My documentation's immortal. They call me a lie because of the facts I supply on my YouTube portal. Try to get you the game you don't understand. Listen in and Sean Blaze make you a better man. Hit that like button if you feel me in a good way. I try to get you the documentations every day. Now I'm hitting you with the podcast, that's all that. Baby, subscribe to my channel so you could climax. Alize and Hennessy is all you really need. Hit the play button, baby, I'ma bring you up to speed. You wanna know what's going on with LeBron James? His information affiliation with D-Ray. Picture me as a G on your internet. Giving actual factuals, I ain't finished yet. My documentation's immortal. Got you listening to this podcast coming from your iTunes portal. Nothing else to do, my lady. Might as well pop on some drugs. Tell me, how do you roll? Switch your sweets and zigzags, baby. Let me get your info. Tell me, how do you roll? Nothing else to do, my lady. Might as well pop on some drugs. Tell me, how do you roll? Switch your sweets and zigzags, baby. Let me get your info. For all the subscribers, told y'all I was gonna get that podcast. <laughs> I see y'all in the comment section. Now I'm about to get y'all these documentations. Skip, Marlon, I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. When KD get done playing with Braun, he ain't gonna wanna go back to the Warriors. He'll be dying to go back. Skill. Ain't no way he gonna wanna go back to the Warriors. I don't know. After playing with Braun? Well, I bet he wish he could've played on Curry's team. Well, I'ma tell you like this. Uh-huh. They having to get together at old Braun's house. Uh-huh. And I heard Savannah James made collard green. Mm. Neck bone. Candy yam. Mm. When KD get done eating all that food, he not gonna wanna go back to the Warriors. I don't give a damn how good Aisha Curry can cook. Well, I don't know. She is a professional S- chef. Skill. Aisha Curry can't even make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. She fixed the sandwiches inside out. <laughs> you over there laughing, Molly, with them big old titties. You know I'm telling the truth. Now look at here. We got LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, DeMarcus Cousins. I ain't Anthony Davis. That's very impressive. We got the whole No Limit team, Skip. Only person missing is C-Murder and Mia X. Well, thank God. Now look at Curry team. He got DeMar DeRozan. He got. Kyle they not going to score two points. Well, they also have Jimmy Butler, and they have Joel Embiid. He's definitely going to come off the bench. Skill. I don't give a damn if Charles Barkley was going to come off the bench. We got Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins on the same team, Skill. That's true. Ain't no way Curry team going to beat LeBron team. We got Kristaps Porzingis. We got Russell Westbrook and John Wall. And we got Victor Oladipo. Yeah, but what about Draymond Green and Klay Thompson? We ain't worried about no Klay Thompson, Skip. Kevin Love gonna stop all that. Because Isaiah Thomas with the Cavaliers and Kevin Love got something to prove. He gonna show up to show out. Well, I don't know. Damian Lillard has a chip on his shoulder. We don't give a damn about Damian Lillard. This the NBA All-Star, not the hip-hop All-Star. What he gonna do, rap the LeBron? <laughs> Molly, I hear you over there laughing with them big old titties. Look at him. The only big Steph Curry got on his team is Al Horford. And he ain't big enough to guard Boogie Cousins. When Boogie meet him down there in the post, he gonna knock him on his behind. Leave him on the floor, face down, ass up, Skip. So you're telling me uh-huh. 
that just because LeBron has Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. he's going to beat Curry's team? That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you, Skill. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Why not? Curry has Al Horford, Draymond Green, and Joel Embiidib. We don't give a damn about no Joel Embiidib. Like I told you, Skip, Savannah Jane at Brown House right now, uh -huh. making macaroni and cheese, oh. collard green, yeah. the neck bone, and candy yam. KD ain't gonna want to go back to the war. I, I think he will. Skip, have you ever had some candy yam that just melt in your mouth? No. Savannah Jane food tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> I hear you over there laughing mouth with them big old titty. Now look at him. LeBron got everybody on the team that he want. Yeah. But he didn't want no Kyrie Irving on his team. Well, of course he did. LeBron didn't want him, and Steph Curry ain't want him on the team. Why not? Because Steph Curry is already a point guard. He don't need another point guard on his team. Yeah. So why would he want Kyrie Irving? LeBron wanted him. LeBron ain't want to play with him. Well, Kyrie is his little brother, and this is his way of asking him to come back home. LeBron don't want Kyrie to come back home. Why not? Because when KD tastes them collard greens, and them hog malls and them neck bones Savannah James cooking. KD, he going to the calf next year. For some neck bones? <laughs> Skill. KD is going to the calf next year after he tastes them neck bones. Well, they must be really good because everybody's leaving LeBron. Nobody's going to the calves. Well, look at here. This all you need to know, Skill. Uh -huh. LeBron team going to beat Curry team. Oh. And when they beat him, I'm going to be sitting on the sideline with a plate of Savannah James collard green neck bone macaroni and cheese. If you want to look fly and not look like you get high, head over to history.com. They got all the fly gear. They got free shipping and handling for orders over $75. That ain't no money. You could get a milkshake for that. Head over to history.com. They got this one shirt with Santa Claus kneeling on one knee. Now, if Santa Claus is down for the cause, you need to get your holly jolly behind over to history.com. The party is going on, and your behind is sitting at home. We all over here. We just waiting on you. You better hurry up before all the chicken gone, because Aunt Gladys got an appetite. Get on your web browser and head over to history.com and get you some new clothes. Max B, let's go, baby. Gang green. Cordy B, that's my daughter. That's right, baby. Cordy B, my daughter. Million dollar baby. I'm talking to LeBron James. I was moving them big things way before you got your triple range. We talking about you the king. I was moving that sophomore when you was a sophomore. We ain't the same. It was just like yesterday. When I triple then she had my baby and named the Cordy B. She on the radio every day like a father beat. Represent for all the bloods, cause she a part of me. Although her mama was a jolly green monster. Talking about Max B, I love you, I really want you. I just wanna start a little family. What you talking about? Your daddy think I'm a pimp and your mama can't stand me. And she was washing drugs for fat pun and big Joe. Washing all between they rows. Had the Goya cooking on the stove. She was fixing them beans, rice and plantains till her daddy came home. Let me live my life with you. Let me live my life with you. Cody B be in the bench, 
Boogie down Bronx, always buying little seasons and pizza for a friend. Love to be the Easter Bunny for Easter for a friend. Uptown spending money with visas for a friend. But I don't like a boyfriend. That little in short, he be wearing them tight pants. Couldn't swear he was Prince. Cardi be my little prince. Can't call her my princess, cause she started stripping on pose for a living. Yeah, I love my baby girl, but daddy got his limits. Cause I gave her lemonade, she turned it into lemons. Told her watch that meagle get at you with, cause he frail in his head longer than yours. Then I lit up a L. My baby girl doing well. She don't want the public to know that I'm a daddy. She visit me in jail. Collect calls to a phone, she picking up the cell. Asking for oodles and noodles, she sent it in the mail. Live my life with you. Let me live my life. Live my life. I'll be home soon, Cordy. Love you, Keep baby. Riding away, baby. <laughs> Ball strong, baby. Green. I love you, baby. Live my life with you. Let me live my life. Live my life. my brothers this is sean blazington and today i'm going to be telling you the story of max b his life of crime and how his eldest daughter rose to superstardom new york city is one big maze max b was raised in harlem new york with jim jones cameron and asap rocky these three created the blood gang in 1988, they flew to California to introduce the people of Compton to a new way of life. During their stay, Max B learned how to surf on Venice Beach, and ever since then, the people of California has been riding his wave. Max B was also good friends with Mason Betha. They sung in the Harlem Boys Choir together. During the day they served the Lord, but at night they served the fiends. While everyone else was selling drugs, Mason Max was serving French vanilla ice cream. They had plenty of clientele, but only one connect that went by the name of French Montana. In 1991, Max B met a well-known Latina scripper named Scarlett in NYC. She was a little bit on the plus side, but it says here on page 88, Max likes to push it to the max. It also says in my highly classified documentations that it only took a half a bottle of Bacardi to get her to act extremely naughty. And although his nickname is Bigavelli, when she became pregnant, he gave her the nickname Bigavelli. They fell deep in love, but eventually Max B was arrested for armed robbery. It's been reported that he tried to steal a paralyzed man's prosthetic arm to give to his good friend DJ Paul. Scarlett resorted back to stripping, but because she was pregnant, she wasn't dancing alone. She could feel her baby dancing in her stomach, using the umbilical cord like a stripper's pole. Cardi B was born on stage October 11, 1992 at Doll Strip Club in NYC. Ironically, she was born on the same day Hotep brothers and sisters celebrate the Venus stripper god Sarah Bartman. It says here, Cardi B got her first job working for Big Joe and Fat Pun in the Bronx. They nicknamed her Goya Mommy because her specialty was making the beans and the rice. 
for a little bit of extra money, she had to hand wash Big Joe and Fat Pun's underwear. Ooh. It says here, one day she got sick on the job and decided to find another occupation. In 2005, Max B was released from jail. He started running with his childhood friend, Jim Jones. When the Bird Gang started popping, Cardi B also started popping, that pussy that is. All hell broke loose when Max B saw his daughter stripping at a club. He had to bark on Freaky Zeke for putting a dollar in her booty. Cardi B had that thing shaking like a washing machine. The only way to turn her off was to put a quarter in her because she refused to do something strange for a piece of change. It says here, when she finally stopped shaking, Max B pulled her to the side and tried to talk some sense into her. But Cardi ain't have no sense because she was all about those dollars. He tried to tell her that she was his million dollar baby but she was too busy listening to the music. So he made a mixtape titled The Million Dollar Baby and played it in the strip club because that was the only way he could get through to her. Before you know it, Max B's music was flooding the streets and everybody was riding the wave. Even Beyonce started singing about surfboards and Cardi B was proud to be Max B's daughter. When Max B went back to jail, Cardi B decided to carry on his legacy it says here, she put the B at the end of her name to represent her father and also to represent the blood gang that her family created in California. It says here, Max B owed Jim Jones millions of dollars for bailing him out of prison and the only way to pay him back was by putting his daughter on the hit TV show Love and Hip Hop. She used this opportunity to pay off her father's debt and to rise to superstardom. Although Max B is not around, his prophecy was correct because Cardi B is the million dollar baby. Introducing to you the world's leading hair care moisturizer sensation, Camille Rose. And it don't get no better than this. You head over to CamilleRose.com. They got free shipping on orders over $100. That ain't a whole lot of money. You could get some Jamaican food for that. And it's a $6 flat rate for shipping and handling. They got all types of products. They got sweet ginger cleansing rinse. They got algae renew deep conditioner. They even got a curl makeup. They got almond jai twisting butter. Now that's natural. And they was even on the real. Now you know Camille Rose is real. If they was on the real, they bring you the real. That's why you need to go get you some real Camille Rose right now. Head over to CamilleRose.com. You better get it while supplies last. When you get there, tell them Sean Blazington sent you. Because you dry and you ashy. I'm still in love with you. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I ever hurt you. Baby, I'm sorry. Whatever it takes, I will do. Baby, I'm sorry. I love you, I love you, I love you. Baby, I'm sorry. Little mama dancing in the club all alone Got her hair dead and she got her Gucci shoes on Sweet thing, sick of being home all alone Sean Blaze keep calling but she won't answer the phone 
Now she on the couch getting drunk as a skunk Cause she don't wanna believe she the only one I want I wrote her love letters but she wanna fuck Rather be in high speed chases people throwing slugs at her Try to give her peace she rather see blood splatter Try paying her bills but that ain't even matter So glad I had her but now she's gone It takes a lot out of me to write these songs I'm still reminiscing of you fixing fried chicken While I'm researching my documents sitting in the kitchen Will I get her back? It's a matter of time Will you subscribe to the channel? It's a matter of rhymes Damn, I miss you, girl Baby, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Damn, I miss you, girl Baby, I'm sorry Damn, I miss you, girl Baby, I'm sorry Damn, I miss you, girl Baby, I'm sorry Sean Blaze sitting in his home all alone with the documentations researching all the clones girlfriend left him cause she's sick all the drones FBI keep watching and they won't leave her alone she won't show me love well at least throw me a bone cause I really do love you all they want to do is bone now you at the club with your Gucci shoes on and a little mini skirt you need to put on some clothes no I ain't your daddy cause that fatty got me froze girl you got more booty than Samoans you got more back than a yak I want your back I don't know how to act Got me on my thug tip brace to the back Documentation they gone, I don't know where they at Say she want a thug, I'ma be just that Sean Blazington is gone and he's never coming back for you Damn I miss you girl Baby I'm sorry, I'm sorry Damn baby. I miss you girl Baby I'm sorry Damn I miss you girl Baby I'm sorry you girl I'm sorry baby I'm sorry damn I miss you girl baby I'm sorry damn I miss you girl baby I'm sorry Greetings, my brothers. I just received some highly classified documentation stating that Russell Westbrook had to beat up a fan last night. They were playing against the Denver Nuggets, and one of the fans got out of the crowd and ran up to Russell Westbrook and was about to punch him in his face, but Russell jumped back and hit him with a two-piece. I don't blame Russell for doing this. If I was in the same predicament, I would have did the same thing. But you have to realize, they were playing against the Denver Nuggets, and in Colorado, there is a lot of narcotics available. I'm pretty sure this fan was high off of his behind. His eyes were a little slanted, so he must have been smoking some of that good old greenery. Russell Westbrook defended himself like a real man is supposed to. He hit him with a two-piece and a biscuit, but before the security got there, he was getting that honey ready to lay it on old boy. But there's something we really have to talk about, something that's going on in the NBA, and it's the softness of basketball players. Now, these players, they're making a lot of money. There is no need to be tough. But last night I was watching a basketball game between the New York Knicks and the Chicago Bulls way back in 1992. And these guys were the toughest Jamaican Don Dada's. I think back then, the only people the NBA hired was Jamaicans because Michael Jordan, he sure looked Jamaican and Patrick Ewing, 
Of course he was Jamaican by the looks of that footage. This man was a Rasta Bamba clot. He was a rough, tough Don Dada. He was the original New York Knicks. And I loved watching that game and that's something that you don't see anymore in today's basketball. There is a lot of friendly people in the NBA today. A lot of nice guys. And that wasn't the case back in 1992 when the Bulls were really Bulls and the Knicks were really Knicks. And the Denver Nuggets, they've been smoking on those Nuggets. They've been smoking the cookie. They've been inhaling the OG Kush. And so has the fans in the stand. That's why they're coming on the court ready to pick fights. And I'm so proud of Russell Westbrook for laying down that fan with the two-piece and the biscuit. All that was missing was a little bit of hot sauce. But Russell had that handy before the security got there. When I woke up this morning, I checked my mail and I received these documentations about who that guy really was that Russell Westbrook beat up. He's the descendant of the Chow Lo family. And if you don't know who these people are, they own most of the Asian restaurants in Denver. And it's not only the restaurants they own, they own a lot of these dispensaries. So this young man has access to plenty of narcotics, plenty of dro plenty of that L dog. He's getting lit on some other prolific type of stuff. It's not regular weed. He's smoking that ooh la la. He's smoking that la la Anthony. And that's another reason why he was upset at the thunder because Russell Westbrook is playing with Carmelo and Carmelo isn't treating la la right. But that fan is definitely treating la la right because he smokes the ooh la la almost every night. But just because you smoke the ooh la la doesn't mean you're going to go out there and smoke Russell Westbrook. This guy is about 5'7". He's built like a horse. He can beat the blood out of some slanted eye fat dude from Denver. This dude just got finished eating a big bowl of popcorn, eating about five hot dogs and drinking a beer and smoking the ooh la la. And then he wants to hop up and go onto the court and try to fight one of the MVPs of the league. Get out of here, man. You're messing with the wrong one. You better be lucky Patrick Beverly wasn't out there. Because if Patrick was there, he would have pulled out the oo-wop and flammy blasted you in front of everybody. He might be doing life in prison and it would have been all over the news, but that's what you would have got for messing with a real OG Rough Rider from the Clippers. And after this footage hit the airwaves, I guarantee no fans want to tussle with Russell. There's nobody out there in their right mind that's going to run out onto the NBA court and try to tussle with Russell. I don't care where you are, even if he goes to Detroit or Oklahoma City or Los Angeles, Russell won't be getting any problems. And other players need to take note of this. They take a lot of heckling from fans in the stand. Those fans sit up there and talk recklessly to those basketball players and they give a blind ear to everything that they hear. But that has to stop in the NBA because fans have to respect the players the same way players have to respect the fans. And just because you paid your $25 to come into the arena doesn't give you the right to go off on NBA superstars like that. If you're really hungry, if you didn't eat anything all day and you want a delicious meal, try talking that crap to Tussle Westbrook and he will give you that two piece in a biscuit.
Anyways, I got to get going. I really appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. Hit that notification button. Leave a comment. And don't forget to show me some love. This is your boy, Sean Blaze. I'm out. If you still want to wear that shag, but you low on cash, head over to Flash Hair Salon. Now, Flash may look like that, but he not like that. He's been doing hair for over 50 years. You hang around this salon, you gon' learn a thing or two. Flash gon' put you up on the game. If you still wanna wear a jerry curl like it's 1985, that's alright. Look at Flash's hair. He don't care. Don't be surprised if you walk in the salon and they in a soul train line. But just go on and get in line because you up next. And when Flash put them finishing touches on your scalp, you might as well put on your rollerblades and roll this thing out. Jerry curls, all we wear shags is all we wear boxes is all we wear mullets is all we wear at Flash. That's all we wear at Flash. That's all we wear. Greetings, my brothers. This is Sean Blazington, and I have some daily news for you guys. I've received some highly classified documentations explaining why Michael Jordan never liked Shaquille O'Neal. There was nothing like the Bulls rivalry with the Chicago Magic. When these guys went head to head, it was always must see TV, even if you didn't have a TV. And speaking of TVs, TVs is the only advantage LeBron James have over Michael Jordan. If you ever want to watch some old LeBron James highlights, it's very possible you can view them in HD. Michael Jordan, on the other hand, if you want to watch some of his old highlights, it's very possible you won't be able to see shit. It looks like they used to use easy bake ovens for cameras. I didn't even know what Michael Jordan looked like until the year 2001. LeBron may only have three rings, but at least we know what those bitches look like. Now back to Michael Jordan and Shaq. Michael Jordan retired. He left the game for two years to go play baseball. Now you must really hate your job if you quit your job to go play some baseball. Usually people only play baseball on the weekend just to get away from the job that they really hate. But Michael Jordan hated his job so much, he decided to play baseball full time, professionally. That was his way of telling basketball and every basketball fan to kiss his ass. And the reason why he wanted to leave basketball so bad is because a virus started going around the locker rooms. First Magic Johnson got sick, and then Patrick Ewing started sweating uncontrollably. People started to believe Patrick Ewing had the Ebola virus because he was always sweating. The NBA became very sickly. Basketball superstars was dropping left and right like flies. Magic Johnson wanted to shake everybody's hand and give everybody a hug. So Michael decided to leave the sport altogether. It says here, Michael Jordan was happy playing baseball until he got his first paycheck for $52.95. And not to mention, his baseball cleats wasn't selling like his basketball sneakers. It was a no-brainer to come back to the NBA. On March 19, 1995, Michael Jeffrey Jordan came back to the professional basketball league the same day Shaquille O'Neal played his first game as a rookie in the NBA. None of you knew this, but Michael Jordan knew who Shaq was before Shaq even came to the NBA. It says here in my highly classified documentations that Shaq was good friends with Michael Jordan's little brother, Tupac Shakur. Jordan knew who Shaq was.
At first, Michael Jordan didn't think anything of it, but he didn't know that Tupac and Shaq had a rap beef. Shaquille O'Neal wanted to be on the remix of Dear Mama, but Michael Jordan told Tupac, this song is about our mama, not Shaquille O'Neal's fat black mama. When this news got back to Shaq, he took it personal, and this is why he annihilated Michael Jordan in his first game back with the Bulls. MJ was wearing the 4-5 on his jersey, but Shaquille O'Neal had the 4-5 tucked in his jersey. And not to mention Shaquille O'Neal is from Jersey. And this is why Tretch from Naughty by Nature had to choose a side between Shaquille O'Neal and Tupac Shakur. This is why when Tupac went to death row, Tretch was nowhere to be found. During this game, Shaq had 40 points, 20 assists, and 30 rebounds. He also made every free throw, while Michael Jackson was only scoring 1 of 20 from the field. Bad went to worse when Michael Jordan looked over at the stand and saw Magic Johnson sitting there sweating like a volcano. The Bulls lost the game to the Magic 95 to 135. After the game, Michael Jordan got a text message saying that his little brother Tupac Shakur had been shot. And until this day, he believed Shaquille O'Neal had something to do with it. Because Shaq made a song with Biggie Smalls that had plenty of subliminal messages in it. The name of the song was You Can't Stop the Rain. And Michael Jordan definitely couldn't stop Shaquille O'Neal from raining threes in his debut game back with the Bulls. And not to mention, he was on the same song with Tupac's rival. And nobody really knows what happened for sure, but this is one of the main reasons why Michael Jordan do not like Shaquille O'Neal. I have more documentations about Michael Jordan and Shawnee O'Neal. If you guys want to hear about that, let me know in the comment section and I will release those highly classified documentations. Anyways, I gotta get going. I would love it if you guys subscribe to the channel, hit that like button, leave a comment, hit that notification button, show me some love. This is your boy Sean Blaze, I'm out. You really want to make a difference in your community? Well, problem solved. Just head over to WeBuyBlack.com. I don't know exactly what they sell, but if I had to take a wild guess, I know they got shea butters, moisturizers, cocoa butters, and incense. Now I know you can buy these same incense at your local Arabian store for half the price, but that don't matter. Just head over to WeBuyBlack.com and buy something from some black folks. You really want to know why black folks charge more than everybody else? Because they know you only gonna come once. Might as well get as much money out your ass as they possibly can. Ain't like you coming back no more. Head over to WeBuyBlack.com and do something positive for your community. Greetings, my brothers! In the NBA, in the month of January, there's been more injuries than the entire year of 2017. And these aren't legit injuries. These injuries are flops. It all started with DeMarcus Cousins when he flopped that injury against the Houston Rockets because he didn't want to get traded to the Cavs before the deadline. A few days later, Kevin Love flopped his injury because he didn't want to get traded from the Cavaliers. Now everybody is faking injuries because nobody wants to end up like Blake Griffin. Just like in slavery, the only way you can avoid getting sold out and traded is to fake an injury. And for the record, all of your favorite NBA players are slaves. But Kevin Love isn't an ordinary NBA player. He's just a player. He ain't gotta worry about nothing. Look at him, he got swag. Yeah, cause he round all them Kevin Love, aka Mr. Take Your Bitch. Already took Isaiah White. There's so much jealousy and hatred for Love, especially from Isaiah Thomas. Facts. It says here in my highly classified documentations 
that Isaiah Thomas was born Webster. He was the star of the hit TV show and his co-stars was Kevin Love's parents. You all know him as Isaiah Thomas, but I have a copy of his birth certificate right here. And it says his birth name is Emmanuel Lewis. And this is why he always had to be the star of the show. It was a whole lot easier for him to be a leprechaun in Boston. Not only was he the star of the team, he was also the team's mascot. But now that he's in Cleveland, love gets all the love. And the only reason Isaiah won't fake an injury is because he tried that in Boston and they still traded his ass. And Dan Gilbert is ready to crack a whip because Isaiah Thomas disrespected a non-black athlete. It says here on page 19, Isaiah Thomas went off on Kevin Love in front of the entire team because he showed up late for basketball practice. Really? Then it says, Kevin Love reminded Isaiah how he would show up late on the set of Webster. Needless to say, the argument got really messy, but no one threw any punches because everyone knows Kevin Love is a supermodel. And not only is he a supermodel, he's a mannequin. And this is why it's so easy for him to get injured. All you gotta do is touch him. Kelly O'Lennox grabbed Kevin's arm and it slid out the socket like some barbecue chicken. And let's face it, none of these all-stars wanna be on Team LeBron. They would rather be on Team Curry. This is why everybody on Team LeBron is faking their injuries. DeMarcus Cousins, gone. gone. Kevin Love, gone. gone. John Wall, gone. gone. Before you know it, LeBron is gonna fake his own injury so he won't have to play on his own team. Facts. LeBron is a drama queen because he picked people that he knows don't wanna play on the same team. He, he picked Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook as if they're not sworn enemies. Know, right? And then he got Christoph Porzingis and Kevin Love as if they don't have beef. And then he has him and Kyrie on the same team. There's enough tag team matches on LeBron's team to start a Royal Rumble. Back. Stephen Curry is surrounded by friends. Team Curry is sort of like the Justice League. And LeBron's team is like an episode of Oz. If somebody gets shanked during All-Star Weekend, it's all LeBron's fault. Yep. The Cavs definitely won't make it to the playoffs this year. Therefore, it'll be Philly and the Warriors in the finals. Anyways, I gotta get going. I would love it if you guys subscribe to the channel, hit that like button, leave a comment, hit that notification button, show me some love. This is your boy, Sean Blaze. I'm out. They doing a blazing thing. They popping the burger, they doing my dance, and this is an amazing day. They doing a blazing thing. Look how they waving their head. Slip is locked on, dodging the crazy tree. He lies out crazy, baby. I got that baby slipper. But this ain't the 80s, nigga. Sipping on the Hennessy got me throwing up like, ah, ah, ah. Give me some water, shawty. I can't handle the alcohol. No, I'm busy again. Let me get a hit of this. Let me get a hit of this. Baby, then I throw up again. I just can't handle the gym. I wanted to handle the gin, I'm better off with some ginger ale. Look at them, look at them, look at them. They doing a blazing thing. They doing a blazing thing. And this is an amazing day. Look how they waving their hands. They doing a blazing day. Look at them, look at them, look at them. They doing a blazing thing. They doing a blazing thing. And this is an amazing day. Look how they waving their hands. They doing a blazing day. Show that she dancing, she trying to out her butt her booty way too big for me. I need a half time booty so big and need a referee. Shot it down all on my stomach, she know I can't handle my alcohol. Maybe if I throw up on the back, she'll go give me some alcohol. Pop up her with some orange juice, now she doing the blazer dance. She doing the blazer dance, dance all in the laser dance. I'm 
bitch start sweating, how you looking like the cool monkey in the jungle? Got a new dance, now she want to be the Sean Blaze J. Look at her, look at her, they doing the blazer thing. They doing the blazer thing. And this is an amazing day. Look how they waving their head. They doing the blazer thing. Look at her, look at her, look at her. They doing the blazer thing. They doing the blazer thing. And this is an amazing day. Look how they waving their head. They doing the blazer thing.
Relax. Close your eyes and drift away. No need for a midnight snack. Just close your eyes and embrace the tranquilizer. Just embrace the tranquilizer. Ease your mind. 
just close your eyes and embrace the tranquilizer. Thank you. 